This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Good evening. Thank you very much. Uh, Progressive Talk on Capricorn FM is a special broadcast that we're bringing to you this evening. We've been going around for the last few weeks in different districts, engaging with political parties, listening to their party manifestos, their promises for the local government elections on the 1st of November. We, we, we saw the president of the country, the president of the ANC was in the province, and we thought maybe we sit with him down as well and understand uh, what the party is saying, what are their promises by and large as well. So this is a special edition of Progressive Talk. We're bringing you President Cyril Ramaphosa, who sits with me. Mr. President, good evening and welcome. Uh, good evening, Gamla. Very good to be here with you. Good evening, indeed. We, we, we're happy to, to have you. I'm observing, I've seen you in the last two days here in the province. You were at a number of stages addressing crowds. I must appreciate that. For someone who's been working very hard this weekend, you don't look tired at all. Oh, well, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, it's been quite uh, a lot of hard work. Yeah. Yeah, but fun. But fun. Enjoyable. Particularly engaging with our people, being amongst them and uh, uh, the touching elbows yeah. and kissing babies and that's what uh, <laughs> I love doing most. Yes. Mm. T- talking about that, so you've been in the p- parts of the province engaging with people on the ground. What is your impression of what you see in the ground, the state of affairs in our province? Well, it's, uh, it's been quite a thoroughgoing process of engaging with people. Yes both in the Vembe uh, region as well here uh, in the Pitamukaba region. And uh, the issues that affect the lives of our people are usually quite common. Yes. Uh, At the service delivery level, they are concerned about water in Limpopo. That Mm. is a major, major issue. And they're also concerned about roads uh, in the Limpopo in the Vembe area as well as here and in Polokwane. And of course, they are concerned about jobs, yes, uh, particularly jobs for young people. They are on the whole quite satisfied with uh, a lot of other things that government has been doing. They are. Yes, particularly uh, the older people in the way that the government has responded to the COVID yes. a pandemic, assisting poor families uh, with the increased grants, which we did at the beginning, also with the additional uh, special disaster grant uh, that we introduced, withdrew mm-hmm. or stopped rather, and in- reintroduced. So they are quite happy with that. Each time, uh, before I even mentioned it, they, yes. they mentioned it themselves, and I was quite pleasantly surprised with that. But so it's it's been a process of seeing quite a lot of um, satisfaction yes. at one level with our people and also wanting government to do more, particularly at the service delivery level. I suppose the service delivery level, talking about local government elections, that's what it's really about. Mm-hmm. And the issues you mentioned, the roads, the water, those are the important daily issues that people come across. Do they ask you, what are you going to do with this? Um, what, what kind of changes are you going to put in place to improve? Oh, yes. No, they do. I mean, that is the main issue. 
uh, even before they ask, we are actually articulating that and how we are going about reconfiguring and rebuilding a local government. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, I outlined to them a number of elements of what we are uh, going to be doing, uh, improving service delivery uh, and getting a greater focus on what needs to be done. Yes. But also dealing with the most important part because service delivery in the end, apart from the resources that you need to have in place, is about people. Yes. Because it is people who ensure that there is service delivery. Mm -hmm. So we are taking the trouble to attend to the people issues, the human capital issues. For starters, in terms of choosing our councillors, yes. we have just changed all that around. We're now allowing our communities to choose the councillors that they believe will serve them better. And even before I introduce the councillors to them, they already know them. Yeah. And they get really excited and I ask them, do you have confidence in this person? They say yes. Yes. Do you trust him, they, him or her? They say yes. Will this person work for you? And they say yes. And they say thank you that the ANC has changed its manner of choosing candidates. Yes. Because we as a community now choose the candidates. It's no longer like before when the ANC chose them for us and yes. we had to vote for them. The other one is how we are going to uh, appoint or have our mayors elected. Yes. That's another key human capital aspect mm -hmm. or element where we are now going to choose the best of the best as our mayors. And human capital dimension is what really is going to have an impact on service delivery. And that is part of the renewal process that we have embarked upon in the ANC. And when we mention that, yes. the people respond in a very positive manner, embrace this process. So they see the ANC going into these local government elections renewed and being prepared to rebuild. And the focus is now going to be on our people. And they were also very, very pleasantly impressed with uh, how we got our candidates to sign the pledge. Yes, yes. Because this too is new. Signing the pledge and the contents of the pledge and saying, this is what the people are committing themselves to. Mm -hmm. The fourth element has been bringing in younger people. 25% mm. of our people, of our councillors, candidates are young. Yes. And also bringing a good cohort of women, 46%. We just missed hitting the 50% mm. by 4%. And that combination of young, old, experienced, and women is the most powerful combination that is going to completely change our local government uh, process. Mm. It's going to revolutionize it. It's going to transform local government. And then when you add the other element where we now rid our local government of corruption, where we utilize money effectively yes. for purposes that are budgeted, we are then going to be able to deliver services to our people. So all these key elements 
con are going to contribute yes. to the complete change that our people want to see. It's going to introduce a new dimension in our mm. governments. Mm. And one more point. Yes. It fits into and feeds into this process of a capable state. Yes. I've been talking about a capable state and we are now building a capable state from the bottom mm. and the top, making sure that when we actually do things, particularly through the district development model, which we have inaugurated, yes. it's going to change the landscape of governance in South Africa. That, that point you made about people being appreciative of the new approach mm. of selecting or electing councillors, mm. where communities are also involved. How is that faring within the rank and file of the party? I've seen numerous times in the province where people were protesting, saying that uh, the wrong name is not is, is not is on the list. Their name is not on the list, as it were. Some saying, and I've seen numerous times the party saying it's something you'll address after the elections. Yes. So the collective new approach approaches and changes that you implementing. How are they being received within the party? Well, the new way is, is actually being so well received and embraced because people are saying, particularly here in, in Polokwane, I asked them, why didn't you vote in large numbers for us yes. in 2016? They say, because you imposed the wrong candidate to us. And they say, now we have our own candidate whom we as the community have identified and are presenting and we are going to vote in our large numbers yes. so that has been well received now of course this is a new process here and there we are going to find wrinkles yes we're going to find opposition we're going to find disgruntlement but we have said that we're going to address that after the elections and our people have, have accepted that because mm. they say okay because it can't be changed and we are loyal to the ANC, we will go ahead and have those that we may not have identified as communities uh, to be on the list. We will go ahead and vote for them. Yes. And afterwards, we as the ANC, we've set up a team which is led by a uh, former deputy president of the ANC, Khalema Motlante. Yes. It's going to have an investigative arm and they're going to investigate all the maladies that occurred and after that we will iron out what was one what went wrong yes and if we find that a person who has been elected was wrongly identified and so on we will have a by-election oh so we may actually have quite a number of by-elections because i've seen it, it it's a bit of a it, it's quite a reasonable number of people that are protesting and saying their names are not are not in there but 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 perhaps mr president that being that an issue that the party will address. As, as you engage people, for a province like ours, there is a constant issue that has been there for a long time. Issue around water. There would be an issue around water in the Guiana area. I know you've been there before, not in this run, in this leg. That has been there for a very long time. Some are even actually uh, campaigning on the ticket of saying the ANC has promised you things for 20 years, 27 years, they have not delivered. They are a party that has unkept promises. What is your response to that? 
Well, I said water is a major challenge throughout the country, but also here in Limpopo. We are a water-scarce country, and so therefore we need to manage that resource very, very carefully. Mm. And where we find it, we've got to ensure that it reaches our people. Guiani is a particularly uh, area that we've encountered huge problems. Yes. Now, what were the problems? Problems were uh, human capital problems and uh, bad resource management problems, corruption and uh, mismanagement and all that. Yes. And all those things have been identified and they are going to be resolved. Our Minister of Water and Sanitation is busy now and he's traveling around the country. Yes. And he's been to Guiani. He's been here as well. And solutions are underway. We are going to solve that problem in Guiani and indeed in most other places. Here, for instance, in Polokwane, I listened very, very closely to what uh, the mayor was saying. Polokwane is surrounded by a number of dams. Yeah. One of them is Dihuop and another one. And uh, water just needs to be drawn in. And there's going to be PPE, PPPs that are going to be embarked upon. Uh, national government is going to intervene. And uh, with that combination of national, province, and uh, local municipality or district municipality, yes. we are going to find solutions. So solutions are there. And I've often said that, you know, every problem is a solution. We just need to apply ourselves to find it. Talking about that, uh, in the five points you were mentioning, one was corruption. Yes. There's a general sense in the country you would have picked up on this that uh, uh, your, your ticket campaigning going to Nazareth was fighting corruption. It was, uh, it was a campaign based on that. Some are saying that uh, perhaps the train haven't moved very fast in fighting corruption. Some are saying they, there's perhaps a fight back within your party for those that may be implicated in the corruption. I know you're waiting for the Zondo Commission report to also assist you in that regard. But in terms of, of, of fighting corruption, what kind of a headway is being made? Is this idea that there is a fight back that delays it from within the party true? Well, corruption was or is a major problem in South Africa. And it was to that end also that we appointed a commission of inquiry to investigate state capture. I can say today we've been able to stop state capture. Stop State capture has been brought to its stop, in its tracks. What was state capture? State capture was debilitating various institutions in the state. Yes. Starting with, for instance, National Prosecuting Agency. We have brought in new leadership and it's been cleaned up. SARS, we've brought in new leadership and SARS has been repositioned. The Hawks, you name it, many, many, many other agencies yes. were captured and uh, they were debilitated from taking action. And now we are reeling back state capture. And even as we wait for that report from the Zondo Commission, already steps are being taken 
I mean, serious steps are being taken to turn the ship around. And of course, as we've always said, there were going to be those who will resist because some have benefited from corruption. So they they were going to resist, but we are dealing with them. Okay. Because they will never succeed. Our people want to rid this country of corruption. And that is precisely what we are doing and what we are going to do. Yes, many people may well say that the train or the ship is moving slowly. And these are people who wanted me as the president, yes. one, to identify wrongdoers, me as the president, arrest them, me yes. as the president, charge them, me as the president, judge them, me as the president, send them to prison. I should add, they actually want you to fire some of them. Oh, yeah, fire them and do, do everything. <laughs> our, system, yeah. our system does not work like that. Yeah. And I've been at pains, even in parliament, in saying, it doesn't work like that. And if it did, if the president was able to identify, arrest, charge, judge, and send to prison, then you should run for the hills. Not even for the hills, <laughs> you should run away from this country because then we have a dictatorship. Yes. And we have a democracy. We have processes. We have laws, regulations, protocols. And it so happens that those things take a long time. Okay. And that is... No, 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 no. Let me finish. Oh, yes, yes. That is, <laughs> of course. That, that is the architecture of the democracy that we opted for. Yes. The people of this country said, we don't want an autocratic president. We don't want... Uh, a system where uh, a president does whatever he likes or she likes. We want a processed type of governance uh, system. And that's what we've got. So everything takes time. If somebody is charged, they will go to court and protest. If uh, they they are found guilty, they will go and appeal 20 times Mm. before they they see the, (laughs) the, 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 the doors of jail. And people then blame it on who? On the president. They say, you are not doing anything because these people are not in jail. And I say, guys, if I were given the powers to do all the things that you want, then you don't want to live here because it's a dictatorship. Now, I obviously understand in 2016, the party lost uh, some metros, that it is part of the party's target, obviously, to regain some of these metros. Uh, is there a targeted approach to gain control of some of the metros that you previously lost as the ANC? Well, our target is simple, straightforward. We're going to regain control of all the metro that we lost. That is the target. Yeah. Clear target as far as we are concerned. And we are very confident. I mean, the analysts and the surveyors and so forth say, no, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And we are confident that we are in this election campaign to win. We don't get into the election campaign to lose. Mm. And as you can see, our campaign has gained momentum. When we started, before we even started, they said, ah, the ANC is near collapse. Yes. Uh, This ANC is is, uh, just, it's on its deathbed. They said it's in final throes of life and uh, 
Uh, it won't even mount a, 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 a credible campaign. It's in disarray. Uh, its candidates have not been registered. So they had already written the death certificate yeah. of the African National Congress. Our campaign is in overdrive now. It is in full swing. Our people volunteer. We've got thousands of volunteers in all the four corners of this country. Wherever you go, you'll find black, green, and gold. People are out there campaigning, and our people are responding well. And we've just had a simple message, and this message is, we are here as the African National Congress. Mm. We have made some mistakes, and we admit them up front yes. and say, like anyone else, we make mistakes, but we know what needs to be done. We know what needs to be put right, and we are capable of putting things right because we have governed before, mm. and we have governed to turn this country around from the terrible state situation of apartheid up till now. And we've done pretty well to, to, to transform this country and uh, to give our people a better life. We're still capable of giving them even a better life. That's exactly what we are doing. You, you touched on what analysts were saying and researchers. You would have seen a report in one of the uh, news outlets uh, earlier this week, even this Sunday, talking about the popularity of the ANC. Now, they suggest that you are more popular than the party. They say your popularity is somewhere 54%. The ANC is much lower than that. So they are saying it, the, the party is riding on your popularity. And of course, when you were talking about regaining the, the, the metros and, and, and so on, what is your take on that? Of course, they attribute the popularity drop to a number of things. But what is your take generally on the popularity of the, the, the party as, as we wrap up? Well, the, you know, those analysts and Sarah, they make a mistake. I cannot be separated from the ANC. President of the ANC is an integral part of the ANC. It's like glue. This glue that is so tough that you can't separate. So this thing of saying, oh, the president is more popular, is a non-event as far as we are concerned. It is the ANC. I am nothing without the ANC. And it is the ANC that is being presented to the people of this country. And the people of this country love the ANC more than anyone. And that is the reality of the situation. The analysts and surveyors may, may try to twist it. Yes. They may try to spin it. But the reality is that the ANC is a 109-year brand. Nobody is above the ANC. And that is the true reality. Get it into your head, my friend. It's the ANC that's <laughs> yes. more important. Yeah, right. Uh, Mr. President, well, I want to thank you so much for having made the time to, of course, visit the province to come sit with us and have a conversation with us uh, this evening. We appreciate your time. You're most welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you, Gum. <laughs> that was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.